0: everybody welcome to today's episode of the jersey baseball show and our generation next 2.0 series and this is our final episode of the series here early in 2022 and what better way to end our series with one of the top juniors in the country uh randy school um aj gracia from uh from down the shore from uh is our is our guest today as we can see he's uh got the commitment to Duke already he's proud to rep the Blue Devils and uh welcome to the show AJ and thanks for coming on.
1: Yeah, thank you, it's good to be here.
0: Absolutely. Let's uh let's talk Duke because you've been uh, you've you've had the verbal commitment there for for a while. Um you had a very early commitment in in the process. Um what got you so excited about Duke at the time? please tell me you're not like a low key Duke basketball fan or anything like that. Uh, But, you know, do we still have that same excitement and and how do we feel about the chance to play ACC baseball down the road for one of the best schools in the country?
1: Yeah, I'm excited. You know, I, uh, how it all started is I kind of went to a camp in eighth grade and then I had a pretty, the camp, I honestly wasn't expecting it to be like a whole recruitment camp. I thought it was just gonna be more of like an instructional thing, and I got there and we just started playing games. So I was like, all right, it's <laughs> kind of got thrown into it, I guess. But uh I played pretty well and then kind of just talked with them like through the uh the spring and summer, and then I ended up going back down in August for a second camp, and then right after that, I ended up uh committing like right at the end of August, and then yeah, no, I'm like I'm excited. I mean, obviously it's gonna be a program that's on the rise you know in, in the ACC obviously we're going to be playing some of the best competition there is so I'm definitely excited for it
0: yeah you so you've been down there a few times I'm sure obviously uh yeah. it's a pretty neat place
1: oh yeah it's beautiful campus is great coaches coach uh, Pollard coach Jordan coach Steen coach Gordon all great guys really personable easy to talk to so should be good
0: one thing you won't be able to do that they were able to do last spring was uh, was win the ACC title for the first time, the, the tournament title for the first time. I'm sure you got a chance to see that. I'm sure that yeah. uh, it's pretty crazy, right, to uh, to come out of, like, uh, the bottom of the ACC during the year and just kind of really hit their stride.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they grinded through the season, definitely had their ups and downs, but they hit their stride at the
0: right time and just got hot out at NC State, right? They were uh, they both struggled early and ended up being probably the two best teams in the in the conference at the end of the year. Yeah, pretty much. So you you'll be going down there with the opportunity to two way. Um, you know, not just one of the best hitters in the in the junior class, but but also one of the top pitchers. but the the pitching route kind of took a little detour second half of 2020 right you didn't get to really throw it all in 2021 in a game situation um tell us about what happened injury-wise there let's talk about the the recovery process and uh sounds like we're ready to go and, and and pick up where we left off in 2022.
1: Yeah definitely so September of 2020 pretty much at the end I uh I was pitching up in Staten Island and that's when my injury kind of happened and then I uh, went through the whole process of like getting x-rays, MRIs, going to see different doctors for opinions and it kind of came to the conclusion that I would end up needing surgery on my UCL. Luckily it wasn't full Tommy John uh, surgery. It's called UCL repair with some like internal bracing so basically the UCL, the UCL itself was fine. It just kind of peeled off the bones and had to reattach it and then just add some reinforcement around it I guess you'd say.
0: Yeah, everybody, oh, assumed, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead, my fault. Oh, no, no, you go. I said, you know, most people associate the elbow problems with the tearing of the ligament, right, yeah. but it sounds like you got, I don't want to say the light version of it, um, the ligament was fine, is what you're saying, yeah. it just wasn't attached to anything.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely lucked out with that, 100%, but yeah, I ended up getting surgery December 9th of 2020, and then kind of spent that whole winter just kind of doing physical therapy. And I honestly put a lot of time into like my body just gaining weight because that that fall I was around 155 pounds. And then I kind of put that whole winter in and the, the beginning of the spring just put on a bunch of weight and stuff like that. And then ended up going the high school season at like 195. So put on a good like 40 pounds in that winter. And then I definitely saw the results as a hitter, but obviously I'm still waiting to see the chance to see the results as a pitcher.
0: Yeah, well, those don't you know you're you're uh, I guess upper 80s in your in your ramp up here, right? You're you're kind of you know feeling where you would normally be at this point in December, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean,
1: I haven't getting the whole winter to do my normal throwing program stuff like that, so I uh, I wouldn't say I'm either ahead or behind the, where I usually am. I'm just kind of going through the same routine that I usually would as if I was healthy pretty much.
0: So what did you learn about I mean yourself from the from the injury, right? That's a pretty big you know piece of adversity obviously that that hits you. you know you're somebody who loves to to play every day. Um, you know would play the game 12 months a year if, if you could. Um, but to take that adversity, right? And and kind of turn it into I you know put on 30, 40 pounds of of strength um, and made myself the best I could be. What do you think you learned about yourself for for down the road in life when things like this happen?
1: Yeah, I mean you just you got to take adversity and turn it in the reason just work even harder. That's kind of how I took it. And then I honestly struggled with that once I first got surgery. I was honestly a little bit down about it. Obviously, as anyone would. Yeah. Took me a little time to actually like be like, all right, now I have this free time. Now use it, like use it. So yeah, I just kind of took the adversity and gave it and used as a reason for me to work even harder, and then just at least have something to look forward to because I knew I was going to be able to at least hit in high school. So I knew I wasn't going to miss a whole season again because obviously we missed my freshman year. So I knew I was going to miss all my sophomore season. So I had something to look forward to and work towards.
0: Um, you don't have to go very far to find your name on the on the perfect game rankings list of the of the junior class. You don't have to even go to number two. They've got you right at the top. Um, how do you keep something like that from getting to your head? I mean, at the end of the day, I, I don't really
1: like to look at the rankings too much and stuff like that because, when you're playing the game at all these tournaments, everything you do gets judged. So that's kind of just something you get used to as you play in all these national tournaments. So honestly, I just have the mentality of going out being the best I can be, you know, just going out doing stuff to get a W for my team. That's kind of the way I look at it. I don't look to, you know, pat my stats and all that. I just want to go out and win. And
0: that just kind of measures what's happened in the past, right? I mean, that doesn't it, really say who's going to develop the best, right? That's got to that, be your goal still. You mentioned national level tournaments. Where's the, fa- where's your, uh, where's been your favorite places to play so far?
1: Man. I mean, when I was younger, I always loved going to a, like Ripken in Maryland, but <laughs> as I got older onto the big field, I, I love playing at East Cobb. East Cobb, just the the energy there is just different. All the fields are right on top of each other. It's packed all the time. It's, it's just a different energy there. And that, and obviously, any, any player would love playing in front of a crowd, and that's, that's what I love. So probably East Cobb would be my favorite place, 100%.
0: Definitely. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great trip down there. Weather always seems to be great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it, true. But I guess we don't mind that, especially this time of year, you know.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm ready to get down there, especially when it's 35 degrees outside
0: right now. Yeah. Now, Um, mentioned trying to get a win for your team. You've got one of the best high school teams in the state, you know, in, in Rani. Um, take some time to shout out some guys you want to. Let's talk about 2022. You've got a team that's, you know, people are saying are on the kind of that short list of, you know, state title contenders. And and, and non-public B doesn't maybe get the rep that, that A does all the time. But you got some pretty darn good teams there, too, that you're playing against.
1: Oh yeah, I mean such this year I think Eustace is now in uh Prep B or a yep. non So yeah, between us, Eustace, Gloucester Catholic, Immaculate, like there's a Holy Spirit, like it's gonna be a loaded group this year. So it'll definitely be fun getting in the state tournament,
0: uh, playing against a bunch of the guys. Yep, yep. Now who are we looking at? Um you know, that that's uh, – give me some some guys to look forward to on your team this year.
1: I mean, I think
0: a lot of what
1: people see is the pitching on our team, but – and obviously we have – we do have the big arms. Hopefully this year I can come back and make an impact on the staff. And then guys like Nick Caniglio's is going to Northeastern. Jack Renaud, currently uncommitted, but that probably won't be for long. Uh, Marcello Mastriani he's going to Georgetown, he's a lefty. So we're definitely going to have the arms to – Make runs in multiple tournaments, hopefully the state, short conference, uh, and the uh, prep B. So uh, that's definitely good. And then honestly, one of our huge strengths from last year was actually our bats, which honestly I didn't really expect. We came out swinging it. Um, Charlie Kropafka, he's an outfielder going to Udel. I think he's led the Shore in average the past two years, and I mean he's one of the best I've ever seen. So he's gonna be he's gonna be a guy for us. Uh, Hopefully Glenn Cantalupo comes back. He had a really good year last year. He actually went through a Tommy John this uh, winter. So hopefully he'll be able to come back for us and at least uh, hit um, Brett Waringer. I know you uh, had a little post with him a couple couple weeks ago. He up uh, on the buck now. He's definitely going to do good things for us this year. Great defender. He's a great guy at the top of the lineup to have. And then uh, Diego Devaras. he's kind of, Maybe a little bit overlooked because he doesn't have the commitment yet, but that hopefully won't be for long. He's a great all-around player, two-way, great defense, hit high average. So
0: those are kind of the guys that are going to be hopefully driving a bunch of runs for us this year. Should be be a great high school season. You know, everybody's excited to get going. I know that. Um, What – who do you want to give a lot of, you know, in your rehab, your, you know, your, your training now, who, who do we want to give a lot of credit to to getting you back to full strength?
1: Um, I mean, definitely my PT. Um, I did that at a place called next level fitness in Robbinsville. Um, just keeping the drive there, you know, obviously there's going to be ups and downs to recovery of any type of injury. And this kind of told me going to do that some days you're going to feel great. Some you're going to feel horrible. You just got to keep working through that. And eventually you're going to get to a point where you're back to normal because sometimes you're just unsure of, you know, whether you're going to come back and be better or worse, you know? So just them keeping that mentality that you're going to come back, it's going to be like normal again. That, just, that really was uh, important in my recovery.
0: Yeah. Um, so short conference tournament coming up too. I mean, you've got a lot of loaded uh, competition there as well um what's uh what do people maybe away from that atmosphere know about or not know about playing baseball down in the short against the short conference teams
1: i mean i feel like a lot of people know that shore is pretty powerful conference like there's a lot of good teams you'll see in the state rankings every year you'll see a bunch of teams in the top 20 but one thing i don't know is like the shore is a gritty conference living in i live in Monroe. So I never really watched short baseball. I was always a GMC guy, but then when I ended up transferring to Randy, it, it's different. It's definitely different. Teams are just grittier, like games that you feel like you should win easily are not like that. Cause they're kids just grind. So that's one of the big things I saw as a difference from other conferences.
0: Definitely. Now you're going to hit, you're going to be back on the national stage again in a couple of years, um, you know, going South to play you know, great school, great opportunity. Um, I guess kind of a similar question, you know, you're always going to be repping uh, New Jersey and, and, and Jersey baseball. Same kind of thing, like there's a little bit of a grittiness that, that maybe guys in the South don't have to uh, deal with because they're not dealing with the cold that we are.
1: I, I agree. I agree. Um, Yeah, it's just, you know, and even not even just the weather, just even some of our playing conditions, like we don't, have some of the beautiful facilities up here that you may play on that. Like we don't have an East Cobb up here, maybe like domination's real nice, but, um, but the normal fields for them, even like their high school field there, those are beautiful fields. Like we just don't yeah. have the same, uh, I guess access to stuff like that. So, I, I mean, I definitely see it in myself when I'm playing like in local tournaments up here, playing defense is so much harder up here balls are going taking jumps and stuff like that so when I go out south it's it's honestly easy playing defense definitely but uh yeah no I just feel like New Jersey as a whole is just we're just grinders up here and you know it's just uh, a different mentality
0: What's your proudest moment so far on the field
1: hey I mean honestly all of last year was really fun I mean one thing I'll never forget though was when I was younger and like 11 and 12, of you, my uh, team trusts Arsenal. We like won two national championships back-to-back years. We had one heck of a 12-year team. But, <laughs> I mean, more recently, I don't know. I mean, I don't try and make any moments too big or too small. I just kind of try to stay even keeled through everything. So, I mean, every pitch, every at-bat is kind of a, a big deal to me. So, I, I don't know if I'm going to choose one moment that's been greater than everything else.
0: Favorite team, favorite player?
1: Favorite team of the Yankees, favorite player, Trout, just because he's a, he's a Jersey guy. So I guess you can kind of follow in his footsteps. I feel like that's kind of a popular person for people from Jersey to like.
0: I thought you were going to pull the, uh, the Otani and go with the two-way guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Trout is uh, – so, so then you're South Jersey at heart, even though you're from Monroe and, and play down the shore.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, he played for Tricer to Arsenal too, so I guess that's kind of where. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so always were a Yankees fan then?
1: Yeah, always. My dad wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> I grew up a Met fan, we might have been having some wars in the house. That's right. That's
0: right. Now, who's your favorite Yankee then?
1: Yankee, I mean, I love Garrett Cole. He's just he's a dog on the mound. He's a he's a great guy. And then uh I mean as a hitter, I mean I love LeMayhew. May just hits everything. Yeah, I mean, last year wasn't a great year for him, but the year before that, he just was not getting out. He. I love watching him hit.
0: Most important, or what's one part of your pregame routine that you will never or can never do without?
1: Oh, I definitely always got to get a good stretch. One hundred percent. I feel like. I mean, I feel like me personally, like it's so easy for me to just like pull a hamstring or pull a club. like. I've had issues in the past where, like, if it's cold out and I don't get a like a really good stretch, like. It's all the matter. Like, I already know something's going to happen. Like, so definitely a good stretch, especially early in the, ba- in the high school season too, but it is still cold out in like March, April. So that's definitely like one of the most important things for me.
0: All right. Here's, here's the tough question. Do you see yourself in your heart as a pitcher who rakes or a, a raker who pitches, which which one? There's got to be one or the other. I'm not letting you say I like them both because I obviously uh, like them both. But who's our – in our heart, what are we first?
1: Uh, I guess I'm going to have to go hitter first. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I just like playing every day. I, I don't think I could, like, pitch one day and there's just kind of – obviously the pitchers aren't just sitting there for four days. but <laughs> But it seems know.
0: like that sometimes. <laughs>
1: I mean, sometimes it, it is what it is. But, yeah, no, nah, definitely definitely is a hitter first, I would say. But I love doing <laughs> more.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, pitchers are doing a lot on their off days. But but once that game starts, they're not.
1: You know? <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: 100%. I get the feeling that you don't like sitting around doing the, doing nothing while the game's going on. Charging yeah,
1: that, that killed me during high school. Because high school season, I didn't play defense either. I just kind of – I just DH'd all year. I was kind of hit and then kind of go in the dugout, try and be vocal. That's kind of one of the things I kind of took pride on this year, just try to be a vocal leader because obviously I wasn't going to be out there pitching and playing the field.
0: So so people think DH is the easiest position, but you realize that how difficult that is mentally.
1: Oh, yeah, it's, it's all mental, like 100%. Like just being used to going out to the field after I hit because I think the thing that I liked the most about it was – even if I have like a bad at bat or something, I'm not sitting in the dugout, like thinking about it to my next at bat. Right. I, all right. Now I got to go play defense or now I got to go pitch or something like that. Right. So that was one of the things that I definitely had to work on where I was like, dang, if I just struck out, don't need to think about it. Just once you're on the on deck circle, you can kind of go back and then go through your at bat and kind of what happened, what adjustment you might need to make. But yeah, not nah, like hitting and then just sitting down. It was definitely tough, but. Having the whole season of it by the end, they kind of get used to it.
0: Favorite choice? I don't know if you guys have walk-up music at uh, at Randy, but what would yours be if you didn't, or, or what is yours?
1: Uh we didn't have it last year. Hopefully, this year we can. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe a little Spanish music. I don't know. Definitely, yeah. That's that's a tough question. Actually, there's you so much good. I feel to like to have it, right. Huh?
0: You're going to have to uh, figure out a way to get it now this year?
1: Oh, yeah. We're, hopefully we do. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But, uh, no, nah, I, I don't know if I could just choose one song. I might have to go switch it out for different weeks. I don't know. We'll see. But definitely got to go between some Spanish music, a little rap. That's pretty much what I listen to mostly.
0: One thing we don't know about A.J. Gracia that we that we should.
1: Ooh. Uh, I guess when i was younger i was insanely into legos just a weird obsession i had <laughs> i don't know but i still have like all my legos from when i was little like down my did it was just a weird obsession i had but uh
0: yeah i guess that's the one you might not know now did you actually make stuff with the legos or did you just kind of play with them and that was it or did you actually were you like i followed the directions and make these things or
1: yeah yeah <laughs> get the big sets follow all the directions Yeah, yeah, all, whole nine yards. Favorite thing you made that you still that you still remember? Oh, I mean, I mean, I honestly, when I was younger, I did like mostly like Star Wars Legos. So like, most most of those were pretty cool. But yeah, I don't know if I have like one favorite. I mean, there's there's some bigger like the Death Star that was like one of the, one of the cool ones I made. It took me like a month. To...
0: Yeah, those are they're crazy, right? The amount of the detail they put into them. Yeah. Um, Favorite movie or TV show? TV show. The Office. Definitely The Office. It's hilarious. I love that show. Yeah, yeah. Um, Favorite school subject? Uh, I
1: guess probably math. I mean, that's been my strongest subject, like, pretty much all through school. I mean, this year it's been pretty rough. I'm taking a tough math class. But probably math. That's something. I'd want to go into engineering or something like that in college, so obviously I need mean, to be pretty good at math to be able to get through that in college, so yeah.
0: So engineering, do we know what, what like field, industrial, mechanical, do we know yet, or just? Uh,
1: I mean, I'm not totally sure. My dad is an electrical engineer, so that's kind of where I get the background, I guess, but
0: I don't know if I want to keep doing electrical or going to do a different, I'm not really sure yet. So now that whole Lego obsession kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's that's what we got. So Lego engineer is what we're going to be, I think. Yeah, maybe. Uh, favorite game day food?
1: Oof. Uh, I don't really get anything crazy. I mean, during high school season, I won't really get anything crazy before the games because usually right after school, I'm prepping for the games. So I don't have a ton of time. So but I guess during the during the summers, I mean, usually – chipotle or chick-fil-a is the go-to before and after it's usually the go-to
0: i think that's i think that's kind of chipotle is like should be the high school baseball food of new jersey i think is kind of doing these profiles
1: yeah i don't know many people that don't like chipotle to be honest (laughs) it's popular it's really popular
0: you're getting to the point where you know, if you haven't already, you're going to probably have the opportunity to work with younger guys. Younger guys are going to look up to you like you might have looked up to older players, you know, guys who are older now when you were a, a, a kid. What would be the one biggest message that you would have um, for these younger guys who look up to you about, you know, playing baseball, what's important, things like that?
1: Uh probably one thing i would say is just control what you can control there's so many variables that go into playing baseball not even just in games but in preparation too I think we saw it big time over the past couple of years with COVID like at the end of the day you can't really control that all you gotta control as a player and as a student too is just always be prepared just always be putting your best foot forward don't be dwelling on the past or be looking too for forward in the future just Be in the be in the moment, be in the present. That's definitely what I would uh tell younger kids.
0: Last one, which uh which acc school are you most looking forward to playing against?
1: Oh, I mean, I have a bunch of friends who are committed to acc school, so playing them will definitely be fun, but it's gotta be UNC. The UNC Duke robberies has gotta be. Those are it's just something different. That's like a that's a staple in, in any college sport, the the Duke, uh, North Carolina robbery.
0: It doesn't it doesn't matter what sport. That's right. Nope, not at all. That's right. Well, AJ, thank you so much for for your time today. We uh, finish up this series listed with a with a fantastic episode. We've got the the top rated junior in New Jersey, AJ Gracia. Thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you not only hit this year, but get back out on the mound. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for having us. This is fun. Absolutely. AJ Gracia, our guest today, Jersey Baseball Show Generation Next. We finish up 2.0, as we said, and uh, look forward to catching everybody down the road.